Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Today, my wife and business partner and CEO of Brand Builders Group, AJ, and I will be breaking down the interview with Sally Hogshead, which was awesome, freaking epic. It was so good. It was so good. And to me, the opening quote or like the big idea that really sets the stage for what she was talking about, and this is like a really famous Sallyism, is that... It's good to be better, but different is better than better. Different is better than better. And I think this is just such a powerful idea of going, we need to be clear about what we do. We want people to be able to understand the box that our personal brand or our business lives in. So it's like they need to be able to put us in a box, but then once we're in that box, we need to quickly differentiate ourselves from everyone else that is in that box. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, so that was really a big one. And I think the thing that stood out most to me, you could tell that Sally and I have known each other for years. We've had lots of conversations. But probably just in this interview more than any other time in the past was realizing how important it is to highlight what you are not and to say, these are all of the things that I am not and that that is a great source of differentiation. So. Yeah, well, I think there's a few different things and we kind of have like these aha highlights, tweetable moments, I guess you could say. And back to this this whole idea that different is better than better. If you haven't listened to the full interview yet, the entire thing is about positioning and how to differentiate yourself. And I think that is something that's really unique as anyone who is watching this yeah. to go through this. It's not that you have to do things better. It's just you have to become more of who you are, which is already naturally different than every single other human on the planet. So it's how do you really spend more time, not necessarily learning how to be better, 
but it's really how to be different, which is what you already are. And I love that is like what Sally talks about in the idea of branding and positioning and how it relates to what we do at Brand Builders Group. It really is to pull out and to celebrate more of who you were designed to be, more of who you naturally are. And that's the most amazing thing is that we all have this really unique DNA and we try to be other people. Yeah. We try to do other things that we're not naturally good at because we think that's what we should be doing. And, and that's what change. everyone else is doing. We try to change who we are. And she's saying, don't change who you are. Just become more of who you already are. Yeah. And I think that the whole thing is really about that. And I, I just love that so much. I think that's so fascinating. It's so interesting. And uh, I love, too, this concept of you have to figure out what box you fit in. But then within that box, then you have to really differentiate. You have to really stand out and figure out what makes you different within that category. Well, and she talked about the four types of competitors, which I know, yeah. you, I know you really like. So that, you want to give them a recap of yeah, what Yeah, she was talking about, and this was more like we were talking about in terms of those of you who want to be speakers. Specifically, but this applies to anything. To anything. But just know in context of a conversation, it was like you have four different types of competitors out there. You have those who are smarter than you, right? Which hopefully is not a ton. <laughs> you, have, you have those that are cheaper than you, which oh. we don't really care to yeah. compete with, yeah. but you don't get booked or you, they don't buy your stuff because somebody else was cheaper, which they'll learn that lesson the hard way. Then you've got a person who's more famous than you, more well-known, which is what Brain Builders is trying to help you with. How do you grow your influence? And then you have someone who is just better acquainted. They're a closer friend. She calls it the pet. The this pet. is like the pet. They have closer access, right? They mm -hmm. kind of have that in somehow. They come, yeah, they're there all the time or every year maybe, you know, they're just comfortable with that Yeah, person. that's the word. It's like you have the person that it's the more comfortable option, which I would say I wouldn't want to compete with them either. Yeah. If that's what people are looking for, that ain't your audience. Yeah. And again, I, I, when she said it's more important to know <clears throat> what you're not <clears throat> and being able to explain to your client, you know, like... The real life example she was using was like strength finders versus her assessment because mm -hmm. everyone knows strengths finders. Everybody knows disc. Everybody knows Meyer Briggs, Myers Briggs. And, and then Sally comes out with this fascinate test and it's like, well, I've already taken 50 of those things. And she was saying, well, look, all of these tests show you what your strengths are, but none of them show you how to be different. That's what the fascinate assessment does. And it's like, they're super similar, but by saying, I don't teach you your strengths per se. I teach you how you're different. That was a great real life example of how and I she's teach you what position. you are and what you're not. I love the way that Sally describes what she does. She says all these other assessments really teach you how to see the world. They show you how you view things, how you see things, how you interpret things. But hers is the only assessment that actually helps you understand how the world sees you. Yep. And again, same box, but completely different. And that's such a great example of, I have to figure out where is my positioning, where is my branding that fits, but then is so completely different because it's not about how I view things. It's how people view me. And that's what makes her assessment so unique and different. And, and for all of us, it's, you know, there's tons of people who do what you do, but nobody else is you. So how are you putting you in the mix of all of your branding? You know, when you think about positioning and positioning yourself to be different from everyone else, there's a part of that that's kind of creative and challenging and hard and like what is really unique and reasons why people work with us. In the beginning, I think it is almost 
easier tactically to differentiate yourself by what you are not. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like you can talk about these are all of the other things out there in kind of my space and talk about why you're not those things. And then people go, oh, well, whatever it is that you are, like I, I need that because I've already had all this other stuff. So I think that's really good. And she talked about the correlation between your income. Yeah, this was my favorite. Uh, yeah, this, this was one of AJ's things. So why don't you, you give them like, This one. was the thing that like stopped me in my tracks. I stopped multitasking. I paused and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind. Which AJ never does. She's always multitasking. You don't realize it right now, but she's knitting down below here. Actually, she's, I am she's... not a fan of multitasking. I think it's a horrible trait. It's not a strength. I think multitasking is a complete distraction. I'm not saying I don't do it. I'm just saying I don't think it's good, and I would not advocate that as a strength. Yeah, I think that's we're, really horrible. we don't. That's not how you multiply time is multitasking. <laughs> no. So we're not. I, would, I wish I was not multitasking. No, but you change back and forth and do stuff efficient, efficiently. Why. You do things efficiently. I don't know about that. Anyways, so <laughs> beyond, beyond the, the knitting. So <laughs> what, uh, what I love what she said is she said, the higher your income, you realize that people pay for you, not what you do. Boom. And I just said, man, that's so strong because there's so many people who do what you do. It doesn't matter if you're a personal trainer or a consultant or a coach or you're a finance advisor or whatever you are. There's so many other people who do what you do and you can't really say, I sell mortgages in such a different way than you do. Yeah. I mean, you can't really say my refinance program is so unique in the market, especially anything around money. There's so much compliance today. It's like, you can't really say, I show you how to count calories. This is so different that you're going to just magically like lose pounds and there's going to evaporate into the clouds. It's like, no, it's you. It's the method and the personality and the vibrance and your wit and your insights. It's you. And it was just such an aha moment today. It's like, we shouldn't be necessarily always marketing what we do. We need to market who we are. Which is, is why I think personal branding is like this huge emerging space, right? It's, it's like the power is shifting from companies and brands to individuals and personalities that we don't buy from companies, we buy from people. And it's always been that way, but, but now people have the tools of media and marketing and monetization and entrepreneurship where it's like, you are the product. It's their relationship with you. It's the trust with your you. Your reputation, your character. Yeah, absolutely. Your credibility. Absolutely. Like I just thought to me, it's like, you know, my, in a, a former life, I did a lot of Fortune 500 consulting on the sales side. And one of the things that I would always tease when people would talk about like all these different much better and much well-known consulting companies, you know, and I leave them all nameless because I wouldn't say they're all that much better. But I used to say, I was like, yeah, you could hire another consultant you just can't hire me it's like I don't come with them and it was like one of those things where like part of it was just being cheeky part of it was the confidence of going no I clearly see what's wrong here but I never actually thought about it in a formalized pattern into no I was just marketing more of who I am not what I do yeah. it was such a Powerful. light bulb moment for me today. I think that's one of the reasons we started brand builders right is we were like what do we really know how to do? And it's like, I would raise my hand and say, we do personal brand strategy better or as good at least as anyone else in the world. When you look at the holistic, all of the moving components, speaking, podcasting, writing books, email the marketing, end, social monetization, media, scaling the business, all the, business. The, the marketing automation, it's like, we know this space and we shameless know- Shameless plug. Oh, yeah, shameless, <laughs> shameless plug. But I think 
it, you should do the same thing, right? Yeah. Is go, you're buying me. And that is, I think when we go through the 15 P's of copywriting, there's this one called the pull. It's the 14th P. It's the second to last thing we tell people you should do on like your sales page. And that's what it is. It's like a heartfelt invitation. I am inviting you to buy from me because I know what I'm talking about and I care about you. I can help you and I know the pain you're going through. And that is like that real personality connection. Mm -hmm. That's what the, the world yeah. is moving to. And then I love that. The last thing, and this is just something that I heard Sally say the first time that I ever heard her speak, and it literally has stuck with me ever since, is she says, the world is not changed by people who kind of care. Not by the people who sort of care. The world is changed by people who passionately believe in something and they champion it and they promote it and they market it and they advocate for it and they're ambassadors of it. One of the things she actually says in the interview is she said, it's almost to an irrational point. Mm. They care almost to an irrational point. Their passion is almost irrational. Their dedication to it is almost irrational. And I love that because in to some regards, it's sometimes we just need to be a little bit more irrational in our interests and not do things that just make sense logically because that's what the world is saying fits. And that's what your friends or your parents or your spouse, it's like sometimes you got to be a little irrational to figure out what is it that you were meant to do. Yeah. And then I actually have the courage to do it. Sometimes that's a little irrational. Yeah. And I feel like, again, a lot of our clients, it's like they're struggling with one or both of those things. Like the first part is to find your uniqueness. So for some people, we just help them clarify that. And then they're on fire and they like run like crazy. Other people maybe know what their uniqueness is, but they, they need the encouragement and the accountability and the motivation and the inspiration and the tactics for how to deploy it. Mm -hmm. And then some people, it's both. They're not quite sure who they are, and they're also not quite sure that they can turn it into something. Yeah. And to Sally's point, the answer to whatever that is for you, like if you're listening or watching right now and you're trying to figure out like, okay, how can I build a big reputation? How can I make more impact in the world? How can I grow my income? What can I do that's different? The answer to that question lies very, very close, if not exactly on target with what do you care the most about? What are you the most on fire for? What pisses you off? What fires you up? Like what makes your blood boil and what makes you so passionate you want to cry? Like inside of that zone or that space that is where the magic happens. Yeah, and Rory said that was the last thing, but then I actually thought about something oh, that okay. I think is worth. Bonus tip, bonus <laughs> tip, exclusive, bonus no, AJ. AJ, AJ made, uh, Rory is so loud. I cannot handle myself right now. Oh my gosh. But no, she actually said, she said, if you don't solve a problem, mm. you don't have a personal brand. And I promise we didn't pay her to say that, but it's so true. It's like, if you don't solve a problem, you don't have a personal brand. You have to know what problem you solve in order to figure out what message you have, to figure out your uniqueness, which is your positioning, which is your differentiation. And that that is the first place that we started at Brain Builders Group is helping you figure out what problem do you solve. Getting clear on it and then raising the stakes yeah. where she was like, when you talk about the problem you solve, it should be something that makes people 
kind of fidgety and uncomfortable and like, oh my gosh. And that's- My business is going to (laughs) crumble to the ground if I don't figure this out. And and that is true. If you are trying to build a personal brand and you don't know what problem you solve, like that uncertainty, that dilution, that lack of clarity of knowing your positioning. You have no solid foundation if you don't know that. Yeah, it's like the the odds of breaking through the wall, Mm -hmm. as we talk about, are very little. So we're here to encourage you and to inspire you. And I hope you love that podcast. If you didn't listen to the episode, you got to go listen to the episode with Sally and just someone who is not only genius, but also a close friend who we can really vouch for her integrity and and uh, but also team. just wicked smart wicked wicked smart so we love you we believe in you come back stay tuned and let's keep keep you moving on your journey thank See you, you next so time. much bye-bye That's all we've got for this edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Hey, one thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in either iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us on social media and please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. Thank you.